Alive. I mean, that's why you just never put stuff like that on the tip of your dildo. I mean, it's just correct. It clearly, correct. will not come out. Will not. Yeah. Anyways, uh, <laughs> welcome back to welcome Beer Bacon. Welcome back to another episode of uh, Beer Bacon and Bros. Talking about some great things off there, right there, a little bit beforehand. I've got a weird interest that we're just not going to go into. But anyways, oh, don't be, don't play me like that. <laughs> don't be playing me like that. I, I'm so glad you chose Adam too. <laughs> No, that's not Adam. It's some, you some, already, friends, some friends gave us an interesting item in, a, in a, like a gift box. You yeah. already tried to come at me once today. Yeah. Well, yesterday. Yeah. But anyway, not as again. always, I'm Alex. I've got Adam over here. got Chris. we got Keith. What's going on, everybody? How's it going? An interesting show. As you can clearly see, we've got some items in front of us that we're going to go ahead and start off with. Uh, oh, we start not. We're talking we sh- about sports, all kinds of stuff, Hall of Fame weekend for the NFL just happened. We're going to recap that a little bit, talk about some other things relating to that. But, um, yeah, so we're just jumping straight into the first topic. We've got four different bowls of ramen in front of us that – are they all top ramen? No. I believe so. No, this no. one's uh, – No. We've got two top ramen. This one's – Like a Nissan, Nissan? Nissan. Okay, yeah. So we got, yeah, we got three, di- three different yeah, companies. We got three different companies, but we've got – Four different flavors. we got hot and spicy the chili sauce. we got the top ramen chicken flavor, the top ramen shrimp flavor, and then down there we got the – what? Super spicy fire? beef, fireball, spicy beef, fireball, spicy beef. I think that one's gonna be the hottest. I'm That's definitely gonna, gonna be hot. Yep, yep. That, one's nope. got, that one's got some lime in it, so it might be kind of like. Hopefully, it's more like a no added MSG. Oh, oh you, you love that? <laughs> yeah. that Allegedly, one, yeah, that one there's gonna be kind of like a little bit like spicy, but not near. Spicy not, nine thousand grams of sodium, but no, no, <laughs> no, no MSG, MSG, baby. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> got enough sodium to dehydrate you, but no MSG. Not the bad stuff. We're gonna go ahead and get into the uh, all right, spicy, so, hot and right. spicy. So this is just no, this is just hot and spicy. No, no meat yeah, flavor, no, no protein. Meat, just, yeah, just hot and spicy is all it says. Chili right. sauce, shrimp. It's got it, the, oh, it is shrimp. Yeah, yeah. 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 Oh, it's, it's shrimp at the top. At the top. Yeah, yeah, with shrimp. shrimp. With shrimp. It's got one chili pepper out of three highlighted. It's got the chili pepper and a lime slice. So I think it's gonna be kind of like a zesty kind of a, I don't know, like maybe like a, a Mexican feel to it. I hope so. Just like he does with the beer reviews, a big pool there for Adam. So you got to love yep. that. Don't talk with your mouth full. <laughs> yeah. Eat. Eat. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Take a couple bites and then uh, pass it down. Just give your review as, as Alex What's goes that with Blake it. Oh, God. Ooh. Ooh. I hope not. Um, that's actually not bad. Not overbearing on the heat. It do, you do get like the. Like you saying, kind of like a um, sweet citrusy there with the lime. So it's not bad though. That's actually pretty good. It's gonna pair really well with this goza that I'm drinking over here. Probably not. No, it's not. <laughs> it's not. This would, but it would pair well with like a like a Corona or a Dos Equis. I feel like this is something like if if Mexican met ramen, this is what you would get. Yeah, the spice isn't overpowering at all. It's there to give you the good flavor, but no shrimp flavor, though. Wait, did you get the shrimp? Did you find the shrimp? No. I think I, think I found the one. one. Actually, yeah. a little bit like an aftertaste like that, sh- that shrimp flavor. No, That's I don't about think, it. Like I said, the shrimp in, in, in that thing that I just ate was all about yay big. Okay. Sure it was shrimp, not like just a pepper flake. Oh, no, it was I shrimp. I shot it. To calm down with the pools and big boys like on his fourth fight over here. No, 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 no. I, I, want, I, want you down. Just, I want you to take a big pool. I'm not worried <laughs> about it. I was I was commending Adam because I love that Adam of all of us 
every time we do a beer review, Adam takes this large ass pool. He only takes one pool. So like he, he really needs, only right? tastes it one time and then he's good. Like he's got what he wants out of it. Yeah, that's all he, that's what you gotta get one good pool out of there and you're and good. I, and I was giving him the the compliments on that as well. I like that. I mean, I, I'm with you. The shrimp were about the size of a eraser on a pencil. But if that but maybe like the size of a mechanical pencil eraser. But not super anybody need another pool where they get the get their review in? Um, but not super, uh, not super spicy at all. I think it's got just a little bit of lime zest to it. Um, oh, uh, yeah, that, that is actually the size of the shrimp. Yeah, yeah, we're not joking. That's the biggest one I've seen. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah, but like I can taste like the lime on that, the shrimp. Bash might have to triple zoom in on the camera over here just to even get that in the camera. But hey, my hey, pass the thing along, man. Yeah, that's not um. I will fight you. I don't even remember how we had a uh, we had a nice donor donate this to us for us to do these uh, ramen reviews. And uh, if I can't, find I'm really show you what I supposed to witness. I'm really hoping he didn't spend more than like a dollar twenty. Oh, there's no way on the bowl. Yeah, these there's are, no way. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean these are these are big ramen bowls, but I like it. I honestly think it's good. Um, now to follow the trend of the beer stuff, you labeled it with shrimp, and there's like. These micro shrimp in there, like, <laughs> kind of hurts it a little bit, but the flavor's well, really good. Well, I don't think you're ever going to get, like, you weren't going to get, like, no, shrimp like You're not getting gulf shrimp it in there. Yeah. Like it has to be a dehydrated shrimp, so it lasts on the shelf for a lot longer. Right. And stuff like yeah. that. The smaller ones are be easier to do that. But I think it's pretty good. Um, how are we going to follow the same beer ratings on this? Yeah, 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 and then and then yeah, that's fine because you could take we could take whatever the highest is, is obviously the winner, and we can rank these four one to four. But um, yeah, or should we change it up? Should we do like one out of five instead of one, yeah, out, of one out of ten? One out of change, change five. Change it up a little yeah, bit. Yeah. All right, one out one out of five. Still do the point decimals if you want it. Yeah, four and above is like bomb ass ramen. Three is really good. Two's just see, plain. but but one to be honest, bad. we're we're dealing Some with. All right, so microwave like, ramen. So I'm not. Let's, this is not. We no, can afford. no. Yeah. I'm not going in yeah. with high expectations whatsoever. I, well, this is a few times is, I really eat ramen. It's because like, yeah, it costs a dollar, or I'm drunk and this it's late night up. snack. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's the only thing yeah. there. Well, I mean, let's. Th- it's this got a lot of carbs and sodium to help soak up all that alcohol. So let's clarify this. As as we taste ramen, or if we continue to kind of do this as a side segment. We're only going to be trying microwavable, like store bought ramen. This is not ramen house. This yeah, is yeah. not this you is, know. No, we're going kimonos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we're we're broke, broke college kid level. So, so, broke. So, if you, I mean, if you place. give this, if you really come in here and give this like a four point two, I mean, this is bomb ass. You'd spend like at least three dollars <laughs> on the cup. <laughs> uh, no, so this is. I'm gonna say like it's a three flat. Uh, two, five. I think it's a three one. I think it's a three one. I'm a two five two. Okay. All right. So for reference, what like on an individual basis, what would you rate like the literal like thirty seven cent cup of noodle ramen that we would eat when we were in college or like younger kids? Like one eight. One. Yeah, like a one. Like one, a solid one. One yeah, five. No, but okay. All right. Yeah. There's yep. no other extra added. Like, yeah. This got a little like, flavor to vegetables it. Vegetables in it. Vegetable mix in yeah. Yeah. I think that's fair. I think that's fair. Hell, even if you go to like the. the however you say it, like the little smaller microwave cup. Yeah, yeah. Stuff, that's even in the twos because it has all those vegetables on top of it that mix in and yeah. gives it something yeah. else. Yeah, I think that's fair. I think that's fair. Um, all right. 
Who who had the highest out of that? Was I high? Were, three one. Uh, three one. Oh, okay. All right. All right. All right. So now you're going into your basic. What right. we've all eaten. Yeah. You're going into your this was top ramen chicken, chicken flavor. It's the classic orange label that you see on all the thirty cent. Yeah. Microwavable stuff. So this, I mean, this. For me, man, get out of here with that nonsense now. <laughs> it's been always has been a uh, a favorite of mine. A chick- the chicken flavor, there, huh? The chicken flavor or this specific no, the chick- one? The, the chicken flavor. Okay, in okay. yeah, yeah. I think like, chicken was always good. I yeah. think chicken has always been the best flavor of ramen. Myself, as well. I do chicken no matter what I'm doing. So, as far as ramen, <sighs> ooh, ooh, I like that face. I like that face. Chunk, like the actual pieces of corn and carrot and all kinds of stuff in there. There's real vegetables up in there? Yeah. Well, dehydrated vegetables, but yes, they're there. <laughs> 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 once, once water was added to them, they looked a little more normal. Yeah. Yeah. That's a little, that's a little soupy on the ramen. There's a little, like a little liquid splashed around in there. Yeah, but I want that in my ramen. Oh, I, me too. Yeah, me too. too. I mean, there's like people who... Sh- so you think it's weird too if you strain your ramen? Uh yeah. no, I mean no, I, I yeah, don't think it's, it's I don't think it's terribly weird. I've I've done it before. You you would strain your so instead I would strain the blocks like the like the bag ones, but like these I don't strain. See, I I mean no, uh, it's you take the block, you put it in the water, you put that water into the microwave, and however it comes out is what I eat. Yeah, I'm the same way. I was I, I do not have if the reason I am eating this is because I am drunk. I want something quick. And I don't feel like putting in a whole lot of effort. Yeah, but when you're drunk, do you really want hot liquid in your bowl? I mean, that's kind of dangerous. Well, I'm willing to take that risk versus draining it out. It's also water you get to drink to help hydrate yourself a little bit. All that salt. So I don't know if it's because of this being like the bowl, but this came with a little extra like sauce packet, whatever you want to call when we took it out. So you had the... The vegetable pouch that had your dehydrated vegetables. And then you know how you typically have just like that chicken flavored yeah. Yeah. bouillon. Well, you know, if you. Yes, the powder. The powder. Yeah. This and and the uh, and the hot it chili. Like a little brown, like soy sauce yeah. Like it that. came with, yeah, like a like a teriyaki, some kind of like oily. It was something. dark color. Yeah. I don't think it says anything. Um, uh, yeah, I, I think it does. Teriyaki sauce. There it is. Okay, with teriyaki sauce. So, and I think that just gave that another a couple notches up. Okay. And that little bit of teriyaki flavor in there. I uh, might need any more. I mean, shoot, pass it down. I eat dinner. Don't worry about it. Y'all eat it. Y'all eat it. That's fine. Um, So, what you? All right. I uh, I'm gonna tell you. I I really wasn't impressed by this one, and I think I'm gonna give it like a one. Wow. Yeah, one nine. I think it's a little low. I mean, like compared to the first. Two nine. Okay. I like I like the teriyaki flavor here. I think that gives it a little extra kick. Um, without it, it's like a two seven. Okay. I mean, it's just a little bit. I mean, nothing over the top. I I just wouldn't. I don't think there's a whole lot of difference between this and the thirty seven cent cup chicken for me. I mean, I mean I agree, you get you except, get a little except for the teriyaki. Yeah, you get a little teriyaki. You get a little teriyaki. I think there was a lot more flavor in the first bowl that we did. Uh, the uh, yeah, I would agree with that. The shrimp or whatever that was. So, yeah. but as you I'm get gonna... as you get some of these juices, though, you really get that teriyaki flavor. Yeah, I'm Can gonna you... go like one nine. Same. All right. All right. I'm there. I'm there. Like a two 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 two. Okay. Yeah. So wow. lower in on the lower in on the chicken one. Not a surprise. Not a surprise. I like the chicken. I like chicken over the shrimp, but the shrimp one definitely did have more 
So now we've got flavor. another top ramen that we just did, but it's the shrimp flavor. And this one also came with an extra garlic oil pouch and assorted vegetables. Okay. There's no shrimp in it, but shrimp flavor. Okay. Okay. So we're not going to find a little micro. Uh, no. I don't know, but this one also ha- no longer has the juices to it. This is the one that spilled. Oh, yeah. That is right. <laughs> yeah, that stinks. So weirdest. Most of our flavor. What's the weird, like, did, have y'all ever, like, done something different to your ramen, like, added something I to it? I bet it's or? an egg or like that. Yeah. That's not weird, though, because like, a normal ramen, traditional ramen, but I'm just, has that in there. Yeah. yeah. I always I mean, add soy sauce and hot sauce. The, the weirdest thing I ever saw was when you were living over there by yourself and your roommate at the time was, like, mozzarella cheese and something else he threw in there. Yeah, so I used to. Talking about, was that, um. Yeah. It was Miles. Miles. Yeah, yeah it's probably yeah. Miles. Um. I used to get kind of funky with it sometimes. Like if I was eating ramen as like a meal at night and, uh, and I would drain. So this is why I, I kind of sat on the fact that you can drain your ramen if you want to. I would drain like a chicken ramen and I would um, add in feta cheese and hot sauce. All right. That's, yeah, that's and uh, that, I know that's weird. I know that's weird. But it was, it was pretty solid. And then I loved taking the beef ramen, really boiling it down, let it cool off a little bit, kind of soak in that beef flavor. And then I would drain it and add uh, like marinara or like pizza sauce to it and then put some mozzarella in it. That, that one sounds It's like an all-brand spaghetti. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> that's a stretch. Like, that's a, a stretch. Bit, a stretch. That's, that's the way you make instant spaghetti right there. You don't have to, you don't have to get no cut. Oh, ooh, that's a million-dollar idea. Stash, cut that out. Instant, instant like, the, you know, Easy Mac. Easy spaghetti. That's what we need to be making. What you mm. think of that? I don't know if I'm a fan of it. It's it's got like if you got really really bad bad shrimp. No, like Just a cheap ba- shrimp. Well, no, like a bad like a Ital- yeah like a, a um a garlic shrimp like fettuccine like from an Italian restaurant like really bad Italian restaurant. Mm-hmm. That's like. That's not great. That's like if Wendy's sold cheap Italian. <laughs> it's like <laughs> that's just, what that feels. The like. shrimp flavor is there. It's just it tastes like that. Like when it's just not that, high quality shrimp. And then I mean the garlic's there, but I mean you can't make garlic taste like garlic. You can't really screw it yeah. up. Yeah, but um, I mean, but when you add that cheap shrimp flavor to it, I'm I'm gonna go like a one flat on that. Yeah, one one two. Being point like the garlic, but yeah, that shrimp is just. Weird. Not good. Actually, I don't even know. I might go like 0. 0.5. 0. 0.8. Yeah. Would, <laughs> I, would, I would never buy that. I would, I would ne- never buy that. I would never eat that again. Like somebody could hand me that for free and I'd be like, no, thank you. I feel like if somebody was like, if I went down the ramen aisle looking for ramen, that'd be the last one. I'd be like, I just don't need ramen. Like, yeah. No, I don't need <laughs> I mean, you know what? You know what? Where's the Easy Mac? Where's the like, Easy Mac? Why am, I, why am I trying to buy ramen right now? What the I mean, uh, no, that's just like the, the 37 cent beef or chicken. It, yeah, that's spicy that's vegetable. better. That's be- yeah, well, that's a different category. I mean, the 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 literal just basic bottom ramen yeah. is better than that. So oh, yeah. All so, right, yeah. Keith, you All start right. us out down there since you got the bowl. Well, did, did he? Did you give a score on that? Uh, point eight. All right, you point eight, point eight, point five, one. one. <laughs> one. block ramen. Yeah. Do you ever break them up, or do you just throw the whole thing? I break. I always break it up. I break it up. I, if the most I break it is one crack down the middle. Yeah. So yeah, if yeah. I the long brick, I'll break it halfway that way. Yeah. If, sometimes I won't even do that. If I've got a big enough bowl, I can sink it all in there. But, but yeah, so, if well, you get the long noodles like that, you can actually, like, you know, but, it. But I got just, a. Uh, but when I was making it in college and having to do it in a damn coffee pot, it was yeah. you, you break it up as much as you could yeah. and threw it in. 
People don't I got, know about that ramen in the coffee maker, man. People don't know about it. They're sleeping on it. I got a feeling this is going to be spicy, but it's going to be good. I feel like this is going to be the best one of the group. You think so? Maybe. I agree. According to the lid, it looks like it's the fanciest one. Like, there's so much, like, effort they put into the, like, design and marketing of it. There's, like, it it's got to have some sort of effort thrown into the actual ramen itself. What I like about this one is the sauce actually looks like it's sticking to the noodles and actually coating all the I don't noodles. think I'm going to like this one. <laughs> okay. All right, I don't know Chris. If I'm gonna like it. I like spicy, but hell, it's, it's not that. Slurped, it ain't that Chris spicy. Chris probably slurped it and straight up inhaled it. It's not that spicy. That shit hit his uvula at like five thousand miles an hour. Just like whoa. He got a he got a chili pepper on his on his way down. Chris's uterus didn't know what it hit it. It what? <laughs> yeah, I did that on purpose. Okay. <laughs> I did. Oh. Good yeah, over there. I just, I you just got a don't, don't slurp. You got a tear on your eye, man. Yeah, a little bit. Whew. It's it's not this like the second bite. It wasn't that spicy. It still kind of like tingles on your lips. You know when you get spicy stuff and like tingles on your yeah. lips. Yeah. After eating like fourteen buffalo wings. Yeah. You, you know. It's yeah. Lingering. Um, and the chicken's. Well, you're, the, like you're patting your lips, trying to hope you get the oil off. Of yeah. <laughs> yeah. And the chicken is the same size as the shrimp from the uh, from the first. Though two different companies, but same size as the uh, yeah, shrimp yeah, from yeah. the first you one. Yeah, you know, micro. What was that? Uh, what was that company that the middle two were the shrimp and the chicken? The ones uh, that we rated pretty those low. Are both top ramen. Top ramen. All right, yeah. But they're actually all made by the N I S S I N. The owner. That's like the Umbrella Corporation. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, well, top ramen didn't didn't show up today. Didn't they're they're the Palmetto of ramen so far. What do you mean? Like the top ramen got pretty low scores. I mean, they're, they're shitty. Yeah, they're not great. <laughs> that was like a little piece of like uh, squid that you use for like deep sea fishing. Ooh, the dark texture right there. Yeah, I don't know you should eat it though. It's probably a bell pepper. Probably some kind of. Yeah. Or actually, it's probably it could be the, it could be yeah. the pepper. Yeah. For everybody that wants to. Yeah, not gonna see that on camera. Mm. I'm not a big spice fan, but I'll. I kind of want to see how far I can make that through without being unbearable. Like if it builds, I want to see if it keeps building. I got three more uh, oven in there. <laughs> no, I, mean, I got veal parmesan at the home. That, waiting on that me. sounds great. <laughs> that sounds great. Chick fil A was good tonight, but I mean veal like parmesan you better. I mean, you can't go there you go. Oh, he's gonna regret that. Yeah, he <laughs> one regret guy that doesn't like spices. <laughs> One big pool. <laughs> Everybody knows the rules. That's, that's the t-shirt we're making. Beer Bacon Bros. One, One big, big pool. pool. Everybody knows the rules. Marshall <laughs> uh, Sports probably get mad at us. Nah. They ain't going to care about us. That's pretty solid. Not unbearable. You got to like heat, but not unbearable. So I think what makes this better is the sauce mm. is thick enough that it actually does like stick to the noodles. Right. More than the other ones. You know? Yeah. What did I give the shrimp? A 3-1? Th- or not a, the first one. The very first one. Yeah, the very first one. The very first one was a 3-1. I'm going to go 3-9 uh, on this one. Wow. So I like get, it. You'd get this one again? I'd like, yeah. I got I got two bowls in there, and I'm definitely going to eat them. I so, like this. Not up my not up my alley. Yeah. Not, I mean, I think it definitely hits what it's supposed to be. But for me, my fa- flavor profile, not a fan. Um, to be fair, Cholula's hot for Adam. That's not true. Um, Adam's mic over here screaming at him again. I got it. Um, I'm going too flat. 
Not I'm bad. Going, I'm going like three five on this one. Not bad, but just not not for me. Yeah. I'm gonna four yeah. flat. Four flat. Well, wow. I, I'm a, I, I like spice. I mean, me personally, I would still add sriracha to that. I would still <laughs> add uh, hot sauce and soy sauce to that, but that's just me. What I think helps ramen so much is like adding spice to anything is a cheap solution that adds enough flavor that it takes anything to the next level. You know? Right, just a little bit. Yep. I don't think you could add spice to this shrimp one and fix it, though. No. 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 <laughs> no. You, you needed a lot of Not stuff. It overpowered the shrimp to where you just didn't taste the shrimp. All right, so the top dog was the Fireball Ramen Spicy Beef. Marachin. Yeah, so this is a different company than the other three. Yeah. 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 That's, that's the Marachin. I think Marachin's yeah. like its own company. Yeah. yeah. I like that, though. So then what, Jago? Then you'd say hot and spicy chicken shrimp? Yeah, uh, the hot and yeah, the hot and spicy shrimp and spicy that we started second. with, and then uh, probably chicken, then the shrimp. Yeah, so uh, all top, in all, top ramen shrimp was yeah, very very subpar. Yeah, thank you. Even uh, cheap, even for cheap ramen. Thank you, Andrew, for the contribution of ramen for us to review. Appreciate that. And uh, how do you say it? Just like you said. Yeah. Just so, like you said. so different company though, right? Yeah, different yeah. company. Oh, they make the... They make the instant lunches I was talking about. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, yeah, the, the, yeah, 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 the yeah, really yeah, cheap yeah. ones. The really, I mean, really cheap like ones. They're like a dollar. No, they're not. They're no, like 37 they're cheaper cents. than that. Yeah. But they're, I think they're better than the top row and 36 packets because they come in a... They, yeah. they actually come with vegetables inside that little tiny little cup, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, go down to that. Yep. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, sweet. Anything else? I'm good. Everybody good? good? All right. My gums are on fire right Ooh. now. So, yeah. do you want to move the bowls out the way? Yeah, let's move the bowls out the way. Um, I had uh, Devin Hefner Hall of Fame next, or did y'all want to jump right into a beer? Do a beer. Didn't have it. Uh, doesn't matter. Whatever one you pull. Uh, yeah, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> um, Alright, he did the intro, so you do that. And we'll let Keith do the, the, or we'll let him do the Devin Hester Hall of Fame because he was talking about it first. And then I'll do the second beer. All right. Was there a cord over there we could fix it with? No. Okay. Are we recording? Uh, yeah, we're, uh, we're live. You can start. All right. So, next thing is our first beer of the night. We have the Boulevard Brewing Company. Tip your cap. Baseball beer. It's the Negro League Centennial Celebration beer. Um, but Boulevard Brewing Company is out of Kansas City, Missouri. So let's crack this thing open. Where's the, where's, the base, where's the Baseball Hall of Fame? Is it in Atlanta? No, the Baseball Hall of Fame is in uh, New York. Okay. College Football Hall of Fame is in Atlanta. College Football Hall of Fame is yeah. in Atlanta. Yeah, yeah. okay. It's four point seven. NASCAR Hall of Fame is in Charlotte. Correct. 4.7 alcohol. There's one in West Virginia. Is that the NBA Hall of Fame? Well, actually. I have no idea. Here's something for you. There's actually not an NBA Hall of Fame. It's a basketball Hall of Fame. There is not an NBA Hall of Fame. Yeah, that's fine. Go back to the beer review. (laughs) Go back to the beer review. We'll have a conversation about that in a second. Different guess. Yeah. (laughs) Is it the Moonshine Hall of Fame up there in West Virginia? West Virginia? I think it's a lager. It's, it's got to be a lager or an ale or a pills. It's got to be something light if it's 4-7. What's, what's that red line at the top say? That's the Centennial. Oh, uh, uh, okay. Okay. 
I hope. I hope. Mm, never mind. I shouldn't say that. I think it's gonna. I think it's gonna be a brown ale. <laughs> so terrible. I'm just gonna go ahead and get in front of this. This cancel culture is coming at us. I did not say that. That came out of one person's mouth. <laughs> yeah. If you want his address? Hit me up on Facebook. Just leave me alone. Oh. No, don't do that. Um, All right, so do we're, let's let's take a do what a brown ale. I mean, would it be better if it's a porter? <laughs> All right, wait, 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 don't try it. Don't try it. All right, serious, serious guesses. All right, serious guesses on what style of beer this is. Because if you're thinking baseball, it's got to be something. No, 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 no. Adam said it wasn't on the can. So, Give us a slow 360. Yeah, slow 360. Slow 360. 4.7% alcohol by volume. I'm still going with like a lager or a, like a Pils or an ale. I'm going Pilsner. I think it's a Pilsner. I think that is the most baseball beer you can get. I think we should go with a pale ale. Pale ale? Lager? Lager or Pils. Okay. All right, go for it, Adam. Tell us what it is. Light lager, not a heavy lager. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, if it's a baseball beer in the sun in the summer, like that's why I'm thinking it's like a pills. Yeah. I think it's just a pale ale. Yeah. Like just a regular ale. Yeah. Some, no yeah, sometimes hoppy, no hoppy, zero, zero hop. So it's just like a regular ale. A beer. <laughs> but it's like a beer that we reviewed not too long ago. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, there's nothing special to it. It's not blowing me away with nothing. I just thought it was a cool can, something fun yeah, to, oh yeah. yeah. Yeah, definitely a lighter beer from the color. Can's really cool. The celebration of the Negro League's awesome. I realized it was like the centennial celebration yeah. for them. I think this can we should keep. Boulevard Brewing Company. Yeah. Well, pills is usually very light. You you wouldn't even. Well, I feel like the pills are it's cavity. It's it's really light for. I mean, it's really light. It's not a pills. Yeah. And this definitely just tastes like a. Who makes it? Uh, Boulevard Brewing. Boulevard Company. Brewing. This tastes like a. If it's a if it's a pilsner, it's a really really light pilsner. I mean, it's lighter than a than a Budweiser. Yeah. yeah. Like, oh yeah, that's like a pale ale. Well, it doesn't have any. I mean, it. It's not a coffee. It's a. It, I mean, pale it's ale. A blonde ale. It's a blonde ale. Okay, yeah, that makes more sense. That that makes a hundred percent more sense. Yeah, it's not. It definitely couldn't be. I mean, even a pale ale obviously isn't like an IPA, but it's still gonna have like thirty IBUs or fifteen IBUs somewhere in that. Yeah. Oh yeah, hundred percent. It's probably all in. It's 100%. probably all in, in how it's actually brewed, but yeah, yeah. It's really smooth. I mean, really smooth. It's very smooth. Really, really easy to drink. Yeah, yeah. Oh, really easy to drink, especially like you're in a hot summer game. Oh yeah, heck yeah, heck yeah, heck yeah. I mean, I'm only buying that in like the smaller southern stadiums. I'm not going with the New York and paying fifteen dollars for that beer. No, not at all. Fifteen. Fifteen. That's a craft beer. That's at least twenty-two. 
say, yeah, but, yeah. but Bud Light is like eighteen dollars for the for the, the thirty five or something. Yeah. It was ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I paid for at the BB and T. Two hot dogs and a beer, thirty dollars. And people were like, such a great deal. And everybody like that didn't live in New York was like, Y'all are getting robbed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 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 and ice cold. <laughs> quick, quick, little, quick little thing here. I worked with a guy at work, went out to lunch, and got a foot long hot dog, came back and pulled it out, and it was just two hot dogs put together. <laughs> it was a foot long bun, but it was just like two hot dogs. Multiple foot long, and he was like, I just feel cheated. <laughs> I mean, he just had to say that. Wow. Well, I mean, you get two hot dogs out of it. I mean, I. Pay for one, get two. Yeah. The pieces of a foot long. A foot long worth of a hot dog. Take that we covered. A bunch of foot longs to just push together. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was like 600 something individual things. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Cheaters. Cheaters. <laughs> um, all right. Uh, I'm going to do 7-7. Uh, seven, seven. Um, I'll go 8 flat. In small letters, it says Puerto Rico, do not litter. <laughs> wow! <laughs> take your about, take Boulevard your Bernie? shot, Boulevard. <laughs> <laughs> Puerto Rico, do not litter. It really does. It really does. Well, goddamn, okay, I mean, Boulevard maybe maybe was the can made in Puerto Rico? Maybe is that what we're hoping for here? Is that what we're uh, okay? All right, Adam. Um, <laughs> wow, yeah, this is I about said something, I was gonna get kicked off. I'm gonna stop on ahead. He's like, Hey, I'm not an official member, I'm just sitting in right now. <laughs> I just want to know what that's about, Boulevard Brewing. Uh, yeah, just go, do not litter. Take your shot, baby. Take your shot. Wow. Um, yeah, I'm just going to hope that the can was made in Puerto Rico. And that's por- they're, <laughs> they're saying can made in Puerto Rico. Please do not, do not litter. litter. Like yeah. in two different oh, sentences. Yeah, got, got, got <laughs> is there any like, punctuation in it? <laughs> it says Puerto Rico dash do not litter. Yeah, that's what we're, going, that's what we're hoping for. Okay. Well, all right. Well, it's packaged I mean, there. Does it the, still? They could have made the cans in Puerto Rico. In Puerto Rico. Yeah. That's balls. Like, if something they're making, they're like, Puerto Rico is making it like I know I'm gonna see this can on the side of my road. I need to put a little message in here. <laughs> There's no wow. way this can was made in Puerto Rico. That's just wild. Like I've never seen that before. I've never seen that before. I always see you know like Hawaii, Alaska
states, like certain types of recycling, but I've never seen just, hey, you people in a specific do not, island. Do not litter. Do not litter. <laughs> wow. Um, all right, so run back through the scores again. Uh, eight flat, seven, 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 four, and seven, two. Yep. And that was what, Alex? Negro League Continual Celebration Beer. All right. They don't have a sell on there. Like, the sell makes the mason go. They probably make this can. So, oh, I got some little races in return to Nathan Bell. They're like, I know these Puerto Ricans just don't do it on their ground. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm just, I don't know why people assume Puerto Rico is going to win. Yeah, I mean, old, old San Juan was beautiful. Threatened on their beer can. Like, <laughs> From a oh. landlocked state, by that matter. It's a landlocked state. <laughs> wow. Um, Alex, leading us off for the next segment. Yeah, um, talking about the NFL Hall of Fame that just happened. Um, go Steelers, by the way. Go, go Steelers, because there was a – we won the Hall of Fame. There it goes. There you go. Oh, we have no idea when our audio cut out. Yeah. Oh, buddy. No, I feel like I just saw, I saw the mic go in the last thing. Okay. Is there anybody on the actual podcast? So, but either way. Mm, uh, nope, not currently. <laughs> I don't think he's a first ballot Hall of Famer, but I think he will be in the Hall of Fame. Okay, he's got the the career record for total kick return touchdowns. So that's kickoffs and punts combined. He's got the most career punt returns for a touchdown, and he is tied for first with the most punt returns for a touchdown in a single season. Uh, I do not know on that one. I'll look it up. Give me a second. Single season is four in punt returns. Uh, well, yeah, I, on, the, on the special team side of things, Devin Hester 
You want to be a threat just outside of offense? Have somebody that can do what he's doing, you know, on that side of the field, too. You were muted for a while. This whole, this whole segment is just a shit show. How do you know? That he was he was muted. I yeah. looked down and saw that his thing was muted because his microphone was not being <laughs> <laughs> Awesome. Awesome. Gotta love it. Uh, Should we just start restart this from the video? Yeah. Yeah. Audio yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. All right. You could. Well, there's not really any audio listeners, but well, you can. Uh, Spotify. Spotify and, oh yeah, yeah. Um, anyways, um, NFL Hall of Fame weekend just came to a close. Uh, you had a lot of great guys go into the, the Hall of Fame this year. Uh, my team Pittsburgh did really well. They also beat Adams' team, the Cowboys, in the, the Hall of Fame game. Already 0-1, baby. Yeah, Love it. Already eliminated from the playoffs. <laughs> um, McCarthy's already on the hot seat. Yes. Rumor has he's it. Already, he's already going to be fired tomorrow. <laughs> they, they fired a coach already, didn't they? Their special, special teams, teams coach. Yeah. Fired yeah. yeah. yeah Immediately after the game, he got fired. So, uh, off to a great start there, the Cowboys. But anyways, um, you know, Hall of Fame, the pageantry, all these guys going into the Hall of Fame. Then they brought, you know, the 2022 class, and there was a lot of guys there coming up with their first year eligibility, and I saw one name in particular that I thought was pretty interesting, uh, Devin Hester. Greatest kick returners, I think the greatest kick returner. Yeah, definitely the greatest. Um, for the Bears, a great, great Bears player. I mean, he bounced a few, few other teams towards the end of his career, but um, he's de- yeah, definitely known for his career at the Bears. Yeah, I think he is going to be in the Hall of Fame, but Adam asked a great question. First ballot? Do you yeah. think he's a first ballot Hall of Famer? I don't think he is. I don't know that he's going to end up in the Hall of Fame. Why not? Let's hear. Yeah, well, let's hear it. I, I think so. I, it's not that I believe this argument, but I've heard this argument for years now. When he actually retired, you know, is can you can you put a guy in the Hall of Fame that was literally just a like he was just a returner? I mean, at the end of the day, did he play receiver a little bit? Yeah. Did he catch the passes here? Yeah. Did he have sixteen total receiving touchdowns so I got in his a career? For you. you got a right guard who is regarded as the greatest right guard of all time. Yeah. Is he going in the Hall of Fame? Mm, yeah. He didn't score yeah. any touchdowns? Yeah, but, I mean, he was, like, from an offensive standpoint, he was on the field all the time. Like, he also, was – What I'm getting at yeah. is Devin Hester is regarded as the, the greatest great. to play in that spot. Yeah, he's he's argued as the greatest returner of all time, yeah. But, I mean, he from a, from a key asset standpoint, the guy was on the field maybe five minutes a game. Yeah, but how – Differential are those kickoff returns and punt returns for touchdowns in that season? Probably, probably made a difference for the Bears some here and there. Yeah, but well, yeah. I don't, let's not let's say just for the Bears. Well, no, like I'm in just general. The if game, you have a guy that is that big of a threat that is consistently taking punt returns and kick returns. Just hell, not even for a touchdown, but maybe like 30, 40 yards. That's flipping the field yeah. for you already. I think that's a yeah. that's Huge. a big, big part of the game, especially I, especially now when people are talking about winning the winning the field position battle. If as a punter, I I know the guy down there at the other other end of this field willing to catch this ball could potentially break one for the half. Now that is either I got to kick it away from it. I got to automatically kick it out of bounds. Hopefully I don't shank it too bad. Hopefully I do pin it in the corner and it bounces out. But if not, if he gets his hands on it, he has the potential to break one to the house. He has potential to, like Alex is saying, take it 30 yards. And now all of a sudden, a forty or a forty-five, fifty-yard punt netted me twenty yards. Yeah, I mean, I, I understand where you're coming from. Like I said, I didn't initially agree with the argument, 
but I've seen where this argument has arose of can we really put somebody in the – and it's not really that Devin Hessner wasn't a really talented player or isn't the best at his position. Right? People argue, is he the best? I think we all, sitting at this table, agree born after 1990 or you know before 2000, probably agree that, yes, he is the best we've ever seen at least. By far, he's and, the best we've ever seen. Yeah. There's, I mean, and, there's no other player out there that I can think of where, like, on I mean, kickoffs, you were like, hey, should we, like, squid kick this thing? Like, like am I willing? Yeah. Teams were like, should we or we got to make sure we can get out of the back of the end zone. Yeah, like yeah. you're trying to kick a field goal. Yeah. The other like, yeah. am I willing to give them ball on the 35 potentially yeah. so he doesn't get a chance to atone this? Or, yeah, yeah like you're saying. I mean, because if he returns it, they might end up on the 50 or get a touchdown. You're like, you'd rather take the 35 on the squib kick yeah. than gamble on or like you're saying, breaking one. Or like you're saying, you got to know – as a kicker and even as a coach, all right, kicker, you're going out there, you got one job, and that is to put it through the back of the end zone. Yeah, I think yeah. what really sticks out for me on this is most punt returns for a touchdown in a career tied for the most punt returns for a touchdown in a season. I think the punt returns are more influential to the game than the kickoff returns. I think it's more difficult to take a punt back for a touchdown than the kickoff, yeah, if, if that's what you're if that's yeah. what Well, I'm saying that, but also I think like – it changes the whole if momentum get, of the if game. If you get a kick, kickoff, and the guy brings it out for like 15, 20-something yards from wherever he caught it, it's not that big of a deal. You're like, oh, that shucks. They got him got an advantage on field position. If a dude does that every punt, he's potentially crossing across the 50 and yeah. stuff like that. I think yeah. he's truly flipping the field at that point yeah. on a punt. I think that's why I'm saying like punt, big punt returns are a bigger key difference than just big kickoff returns. Yeah. I mean, I think if anything, Devin Hester is the only player that's going to make it in the Hall of Fame that is literally just a special teams person that isn't a kicker or punter. Like, there's going to be kickers and punters yeah, that are like, like yeah, Justin, Justin a Tucker. A, a, trick, a trick play type of, type of guy. Yeah, like Justin yeah. Tucker, 100% first ballot Hall of Famer as a kicker. But, um, you know, Devin Hester is going to be the only person that was just specifically a returner because, like, he's he's tied with, with three other people for the most punt returns in a single season with – Jack Christensen, which was played for Detroit in the 1950s, uh, Rick Upchurch, which played for Denver in the 70s, and then Patrick Peterson, who's actually an elite level corner. Yeah, probably going to make it. Probably would have just made it into the Hall of Fame as, as a, a corner, corner. As a corner, yeah. Uh, for Arizona back in 2011. But what I also did notice on this list, so that is the uh, that's the four that are tied at four. Devin Hester also has two seasons where he had three punt returns for touchdowns putting him in, like, three of the top. So he's technically on that leader's list multiple times. He's on that leader's list three times out of the top, top like, yeah, 10, 7, wherever you want to call it. So, all right, so, yeah, that's – you're holding 30% of the records? Yeah. Yeah. 30% of the leaderboard. Yeah. Punt returns in a season for a touchdown. Yeah. I mean, I I don't see why you – like you're saying, he's definitely going to be in the Hall of Fame, I think. First ballot, maybe not. I'll be surprised. I'll be junior. Because how, how many times do you get a chance at the Hall of Fame? Five? Right? Baseball's five. I don't know about football. Yeah. I think it's more than that because I think Alan Fanica was on there for a while. Yeah, baseball's – I think they get to go, what, five, ten, and fifteen years, and after fifteen years they, they got to fall off? Isn't that how baseball works? Mm, I'm not exa- I, think, I think you get five chances in a matter of X years. I think, I think it's like a fifteen-year minimum or maximum because – Bonds is about to fall off, and so is Clemens. It's also different yeah. to baseball because it's all based off the Writers Association. And like, and the writers do write well, them in, correct. 
don't you have a say on whether or not you get put in that year in the baseball? Yes, Hall yeah, and that's why I was saying I think you have five chances across X amount of years. Yeah, because I mean you could. But you yeah. also have to hit like what seventy five percent of the vote. Yeah, you got to. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But either, either way, if he's not a, I don't, like you say, I don't think he's going to be a first ballot. But I if don't he, think he's if a he, first ballot, no. But if he's on the ballot come 2023, 24, I could see him getting in. Yeah. I mean, I, I personally believe he will get in. Like, I personally believe that he is so great at the return game with nine. I mean, he's got 19 total returns in only eight years. I mean, that's pretty solid. So, um, I mean, I just, I, I think, I think he'll get in. Obviously, he was really dominant in his first couple of years with Chicago, coming out of Miami, and had, I mean, his his rookie year he had five returns total between kick and punt. His second year he had six return po- totals between kick and punt. So I mean, he had eleven of his nineteen returns in his first two years in the NFL. So, but then he also played. He played corner a little bit. That he, he played year, corner right? a played little corner, bit. He, he only had he only had nine tackles. Back, for, no, played receiver. I mean, Cordell Patterson. Cordell Patterson, um, but yeah, but played, no, he, then yeah. played receiver like a slot guy for a he little played, bit. He played a little bit of a receiver, yeah. Yeah, he. So, I mean, you, he was able to impact the game a little bit on different yeah. areas of the, of the of the game, but his his biggest impact on the field was definitely hundred Yeah, I mean, from a re- special teams, from a receiver standpoint, he had three thousand yards in eight years. That's not a lot. Alan Fanica, the guard for the Steelers. Yeah, this was his sixth consecutive year being a finalist. So I think the difference with the NFL is they go through different cycles of narrowing down the list. It's not just like the MLB where they're just like, here's, here's who's available. Yeah. yeah. So I think it's you can just if you if people if you keep making it through the rounds, then you, you, can, you, you keep going through the rounds. But I think yeah. the big difference is eventually the NFL, the whole committee for the NFL Hall of Fame will eventually just yeah stop. Nay. Like okay, this is the eighth time we're about to talk about this dude for possibly being a finalist. Like. Maybe we shouldn't do it this year, you know. Yeah, I can't find anywhere where you're not al- allowed yeah, to be allowed to keep going. No, as a finalist, Devin actually had a pretty nice season in 2009. He had 57 catches for 757 and three touchdowns receiving wise. But that is his that's literal. His, that's, that's his, his peak. peak. That's his peak of his wide receiver wise. So, I'm, like I said, though, but we we definitely know that his impact on the field was on the special team side of the ball, and I I, I think he. He changed the game in that aspect, though. Yeah, I think he's a Hall of Famer. At some point, I believe he'll be a Hall of Famer, but like they're saying, it's not going to be a first ballot. It's going to be no. he's going to he's have to stick around for you know maybe what eight to ten years before he actually gets on. I would I would imagine. Yeah. It depends. It, it, I mean, well, it, it depends on what on like what the, the. I guess it depends on how how they what go through what the rounds. I guess is, yeah. what they have to go through. But, I yeah. mean, like for baseball, like Alex was saying. Baseball, they have to go through the Writers Association and past winners, they have to vote them in. So it really depends on, I guess, who's actually voting these people in, what they feel it should yeah. be in the Hall of Fame. Were they old enough to watch him in 2006 taking yeah. power returns for touchdowns? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, and I've heard that there's but, a lot of gripe too about how the MLB does it. Like there's, you know, there's been accusations of some writers are just like some writers just absolutely hate people. Like, um, wasn't it well, last year somebody didn't get in unanimously because it was like one writer or something? Chipper like Jones that? didn't get in unanimously because of one writer. Derek Jeter. It was Derek Jeter. Derek Jeter did yeah, that's the yeah. other one. Because he because uh, he had a he had a career OPS of like six something instead of being in like the sevens or eights. Which it's on base percentage and slugging put together. So it t- it here's a trivia question. Who's the only unanimous number one? Or first ballot hall? Mariano Rivera, right? Yeah. Yeah. 
which I don't know why they put a closer in over like Chipper Jones and Derek Jeter and well, other players. You but. tell you tell me someone that's better than Mariano Rivera in his position. I can tell you people who are up there, like Trevor no, Hoffman. No, no, no. You tell me someone that is without a doubt better than Mariano Rivera. I don't think there's anybody that that's better than him, but there's no, people that are no. that are at that level. There are there are third basemen that have been arguably better than Chipper Jones, first basemen that have been better than Jim Tomey, or you know. I wasn't going to I mean, Tommy. I, I know, I know, but I'm saying like there, there are shortstop like the wizard that was. I mean, would Ozzie people would, would argue is better than Derek Jeter, but maybe defensively, I mean, but, not, but not offensively. I mean, he had some pop. He had more pop than Derek Jeter. Apparently, that's why he didn't get unanimous. Well, <laughs> either way, that's just the writers nitpicking. I know. I think it's stupid. I mean, I, I think I think Derek Jeter's. 100%. Do you think? Do you think fans should have a more say so on who gets into the Hall of Fame? Um, I, I don't mean, know because I, I, I still. Uh, or do you I, think? Or do you think they should kind of do it like the All Star voting, where you get like one round of fan votes, and this this set of group, or maybe you know, depending on your fan vote, what you get, you might be able to get pushed into the next I, round. I would like to see where fans maybe get a chance to kind of pick a pool, and then actual you know people that have been voting this and doing this for a while get to make the actual finalists and like, oh, like actually choose who gets to go in, but. Do I want fans to be able to say that Barry Bonds should be in the Hall of Fame? No, no. because as a fan, I think I would rather never see Barry Bonds in the Hall of Fame. Well, what about so, Walt McGuire or Sammy Sosa? I don't think they'll ever get in. I, yeah. Well, I don't, I, don't, I, what about What about Pete Rose? Pete Rose should be in. Pete, yeah, I'm do, not. I'm do not. Does, do, does Pete Rose deserve to be in the Hall of Fame? Uh, definitely. Pete, Pete, Rose yeah. definitely. Did, Pete Rose didn't bet on baseball until he was out of baseball. As a as a professional well, player, e- evidence wise, There's some people a, say that he I bet as a coach. Say that there was times that he bet as a manager. As a manager. Well, but I'm, I'm talking about like as a as, an as a player. player. Oh yes. When, when, yeah. when he when he did what he did when he was you know when he hit the three thousand stole however many bases, you know I mean I, he did that as a and player. There's also one of those the betting didn't come in until after he came he out and a, said something along the lines of like. Um, of course, I'm always going to bet on my team. That's my team. I want us to go undefeated, kind of thing. Like, yeah. But like, I doubt he ever like bet against the Reds. I mean, he, it, if he uh, if he bet uh, on the Reds game, it was to win. And if he felt like they were going to lose that game, he probably just didn't place a bet. I'm sure as a manager, he had some teams where he would be going up against uh, Jacob Degrom and and that, company. Like, yeah, we're and he lose. was like, yeah. Mm, yeah. Yeah, oh, they're probably right. That money line's probably fair. I'm going to take that. <laughs> like, he's also got one of the, uh, you know, pre-Buster Posey era. He's got one of the greatest catcher, uh, collision. catcher collisions, and it was in the freaking All-Star, All-Star game. game. Yeah. Knocked yeah. the good out, didn't he? Which was yeah. not. And there was like a brawl that started yeah. at the yeah. All-Star game. It was, well, yeah, it was not received well. <laughs> no. Because so, people, people were like, it's the All-Star game being called down. I think he's responsible for the game's a game. I'm going to give it my 110. Right. So yeah. here's another trivia question for you. Can you name me the Hall of Fame that Pete Rose actually is in? Cincinnati's? No the Reds? Uh, it's, uh, it's an actual, like, sport Hall of Fame. His high school Hall of Fame. No. Count. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no. Uh, no. He is no. in the WWE Hall of Fame. Pete Rose is in the Pete WWE? Pete Rose is in the WWE Hall of Fame because he went to several WrestleManias and got the shit out of him. Like four or five times, and they put him in the Hall of Fame. It's wow. like a big F you to the to Major League Baseball. Oh, wow. <laughs> All right. That's hilarious. Oh, wow. oh, I got, um, if, if Vince did that, I'm, I'm all right with, with Vince doing uh, that. Notable, Vince put him in. <laughs> he's the notable eligible for the first time of the Pro Football Hall of Fame class 2022. Okay. So this is their first time being eligible. It's a hell of a class, honestly. You got DeMarcus Ware, 
Steve Smith Sr., Andre Johnson, Robert Mathis, Anquan Bolden, Devin Hester. I only got to apologize because there's no N in Hester. Or Hester. It's just Devin Hester. Yes, Hester. And then uh, Vince Wolford. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Vince deserves. I think the Marcus Wade. I think the Marcus Wade deserves it. Vince Warfolk might actually be the largest man I've ever seen that's actually somewhat athletic. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. 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 Like, because I think that dude. I. I mean, he's probably not actually three eighty, but I think that oh, dude. I, you know, I, I think that's that a dude, large boy. Yeah, I think that dude probably had a real playing weight of three fifty. Um, a lot of stuff when I was just you know going through the Googles here and stuff like that. Apparently, Andre Johnson's actually the favorite. Oh, Andre oh, Johnson yeah, was a monster. Oh, yeah. And I hope to God when he goes up there and they play like a little video of his highlights, it's the only highlight they show is him beating the crap out of Cortland Finnegan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that would be – Stash, put that video in. Um, that would be the literal just greatest thing is while he's giving his speech, that video of him just – Playing in the background. Just beating Cortland Finnegan with his own helmet. <laughs> Like if they put Odor in, they're gonna show him punching the crap out of uh, Batista. Batista in yeah, second base. They got to. I mean, he's never gonna make the Hall of Fame. <laughs> no, but he's it, not. He's but I wouldn't mind if they actually, you know, played this video. So, no, Andre, the Rangers Hall of Fame. Andre was Andre Johnson I think was Steve good. He will be. He will be. He'll be first ballot. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. He was elite. I mean, he was especially for his size too. I At mean, five think, nine. Yeah, yeah. I think you have to give a guy give a guy like that some credit that you know being to do what he did. Yeah. Yeah. Being that I talented. The, um, the one video was like I think two years after he retired, where he was on the sidelines talking to like the new Panthers receivers. Oh yeah, uh, Cody like, Samuel. Yo, man, who do you think I need to start this weekend in fantasy? And he, and he listed off the guy he was talking yeah. to. Cody Samuel. And he was like, yeah. yeah. He was like, you think the Samuel kid's any good? And the yeah. Samuel guy was I, like, well, I thought he was talking to Cam. But he Cody Samuel was literally standing beside him. Like, I think Curtis Samuel said something, and I think Steve Smith was like, well, I'll smack the hell out of you if you don't get no respect. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know a video, because then later in that same video, like the next cut of that video was like him actually talking. He goes, why should I start you this week? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was something like that. And he goes, boy, if I put you in and you don't get no points, that's hell to pay. So, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll beat your ass or something like that. Oh, oh, sweet. Anything else you want to put on the Hall no, of Fame? I think that's a good, well, good, we talk, that good, good talk we had yeah. on the Hall yeah, of Fame. Yeah. Sweet, Appreciate sweet. You, uh, boys talking that. Dude, now. that was fun. That was fun. Devin Hester will be in the Hall of Fame. Yeah. So, next topic, beer number two. Yep. Go, go, yeah, go grab two. whatever we got, and then we'll wrap up with the college football coaches. So, I did say, did y'all? Um, what's the last topic going to be? The, the co- greatest, greatest, greatest college, college football, football coaches, coaches of all time. Did you create a list by chance? I created my list. Yeah. I got my list. Okay. All right. Yeah. Keith. How many people are on y'all's list? I got seven. He had I got ten, ten. with some honorable mentions. Yeah. Of so. just well, it's, it might not be the ten greatest, sure, but actually. it's like the ten that I like as college coaches. Are they all from two thousand and beyond? No. Okay. <laughs> I got uh, I, I got Lincoln I Wiley. Link, I sent Jim a link Hall. through in our group chat if you wanted to look at it. But I'm just want to look at the overall list. I got Obin Mayu up there. Do you really? <laughs> I mean, Urban, <laughs> Urban had three national championships. So. Has been I mean, he's, he a is a point. top college coach, yeah, but he's not one. Of, I mean, he's not one of my. Do greatest. what? I don't have Joe Pa. I there, have no. Joe Pa. No. Joe Joe I, I kind of gave a spectrum of different people too. Like Tom Osborne is an older name. Eddie Robinson is a guy that. Grambling State. Yeah, you, you, got, then, you got Pop you know, Warner on there. I don't have Pop Warner on there, but you can. Have, I saw. I him got on Pop the list. on mine. Um. <laughs> all right. You're gonna intro the second beer. You feel comfortable? You got it? You know what you're doing? All right. 
All right, beer Your number own. two. Beer Let's number get two. It. All right, here we go. So this is from Legal Remedy Brewing, uh, right outside of uh, right, in, right right inside of Rock Hill, behind Winthrop University. Yep. I'm gonna say this your, your neck of the woods. Yeah, yeah, yeah. used to be. So used to be. So, but this is the World Court Mocha Blonde Stout. It's a mouthful of a name, but it's a great beer according to the can. I've actually had this before. I don't know if any guys, if any of you guys have had this before. I, I've been I'm to Legal not, Remedy and I've had Legal Remedy beers, but I've never had this so one. So this is more. It's it is a stout, but it looks so if you want to get a cup you it'd actually be a good representation it pours and looks just like uh like a, a bud light but it drinks like a stout okay okay so it's got the color it's got the the consistency it's got everything of what you would normally get to make a bud light but when you drink it you get the, the, the coffee stout so, okay okay well it's almost it's almost just like the um coffee lager steel hands if you actually see it in a glass it's pretty Pretty right. clear. Yeah, that's that's what this but is. But I'm so, assuming that's going to be a little bit clearer if you're saying it's more Bud Light. Yeah. So this is a this is a unique pairing of white chocolate and coffee. Okay. And it's literally and I and we'll, scales we'll, on we'll it, put the it. photo come through. But yeah, it's literally scales of mm-hmm. um, like coffee and white like chocolate. Yeah, 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 it is. It is. Balance right. White chocolate and coffee like the same amount. So Twenty four. One of my favorite my favorite beers from them. So. Twenty four IBUs too. So not not real hoppy oh, at all. Over- it is the scales of justice because I mean it has legal remedy. They also have the the, the pro gavel. bono, the pro bono the gavel on the yeah. other side. Yeah. Yeah. What was it? Six, was that six percent oh, yeah, alcohol that's a by good volume? Crack. Uh, six percent. Yes. Okay. Sweet. That's a that's Sweet. a good crack on it. Uh, that's much as uh the beast, son. Did you see they're discontinuing the beast? Yeah, they're stopping. How did you feel about that? RIP, man. It's a great <laughs> one. We we'll, all this little boys cried one solo tear in unison. While in well, formation, one day, we, <laughs> one day we will review the bees for you. Can we'll, we can we get it before they discontinue? <laughs> yes, yes, we will have to do that in the next couple of weeks. I'm gonna go buy a six pack and just hold on to it for like thirty something years. There we go. Too bad you guys gonna have like the original four loco. Holy shit! Yeah, yeah, that's one of my favorite beers from Legal Remedy. And don't be drinking it all down there now. I think the first I time I ever Adam's used to get in the first pool. Here. I think He's the first time I ever wow. introduced to a coffee stout. What's still hands? No, it wasn't oh. this one because I remember it was. I had a long gap between classes at USC, so of course I went to a bar, and um, what? That's one of their yeah. popular. Yeah. <laughs> Last year at USC, I went down to uh, I walked down to um, Blind Saucer. Reaching there. No, actually, class. I didn't walk. I actually got in my truck, drove down to Publico in Five Points, solid, and <laughs> sat at the bar and had like two beers before my next criminal justice class, and then moseyed my way on over there. And like I remember talking to the. The bartender and he was like, he was like, you want to try something kind of crazy? And I was like, yeah. And I think he brought out this because the color was so unique. Wow. And how light it is. A little hazier, but yeah, I mean, it's well, pretty. Yeah, it, I, I, I swear it was this beer because I mean, it was so light. Yeah. And he was like, you go try this. And I tried it and I was like, this oh is my what God. they push out to, to, to bars and everything all over. Yeah. So God, that is crazy to be a. Told you. Yeah, big fan of this. Oh, yeah. is, this is this my shot down here? Is this what I get? But the way the bartender, no, I mean, the way yeah. the bartender gave it yeah, to me, yeah, yeah, like, you can't you know, I was like, I'm trying something a little different, like all over the place. Yeah. He was like, here, try this. And he just gave it to me in that glass. You know, it was that, <laughs> yeah. like a darker kind of Bud Light. And I took a pull of it. And I literally was like, oh, okay. Whoa. And the guy was like, <laughs> the bartender was like, yeah, I know. Not, what you, not, not at all what, you were, what I was expecting. It's good, though. I it's mean. Good way. Yeah, I just, like I have so many curious questions because like with stouts, I you like will a Hershey's chocolate taste. Like, yeah, it's milk the, chocolate. The white, the white chocolate. It is yeah. milk. Like it's it's white chocolate on the can. I don't more of like a milk chocolate. But taste. because of, well, the combination I think of, of the, the cocoa, coffee. yeah, and um, you get a lot of the chocolate. You know the cocoa. So like, no, it's it smells like like a cookies and cream Hershey's bar. 
Like, give it, like, if you swig it around mm-hmm. near your nose, that's what I'm getting there, at. There's no cocoa in this. There's no cocoa nibs or anything? Oh, well, that's just like how Doug does his, his chocolate brown. Doug doesn't put so, cocoa in his. So it is, well, is, it is roasted malts, then. It because, says, because for, it's barley, wheat, and oats come together with coffee and white chocolate. Okay. Yeah, so it, it's going to be in the, in the process of how they, how they roast well, like, it. Well, like, well, the, most stouts, you'll roast the malts, you know, to a medium roast or like a darker roast because you want to get that color. But for us to have this kind of color, I'm curious, like, how this was, how this classifies as a stout. But it also, the gravity I mean, of it. Yeah. It could be the gravity of it. Yeah. I mean, it, it is getting classified as a blonde stout, though. Yeah. Yeah. It really is like the perfect combination of white chocolate and coffee it makes really that. Good. It's really good. creamy. I'm going. Milk. I'm going like eight four on this bad boy. I'm what? Yeah, eight six. This is really good. Are you in the nines with it, Chris? I'm going eight seven. I can't let you outdo me. Okay. No, this is like an eight. Yeah, I would get this in a heartbeat from Legal Remedy. I was gonna laugh. You like this is like an eight eight, and then I was gonna be like eight nine. No, I know. This is a perfect take. Perfect take. Man. I'm actually, I'm going to um, go 8.6, get the 0.6 of the alcohol content. It's in the 8s for me and in the 6s for the alcohol content. Justice six. never tasted so, so good. You are right, legal remedy. So you're, you're still matching me. You're not beating me, but you're matching yeah, me. Yeah, I'm matching. I'll match you. 8.6. Wow. Copycat. <laughs> Peer pressure. <laughs> wow. That is really good. I, I know sometimes I feel like I rate beers a little bit higher than sometimes they should be. But I really, fully, one hundred percent believe this is a nine flat. This is a really this good, is, really good beer, is, and that one's gonna is, sneak up on you because it looks so light. It drinks light. It drinks with a lot 6%. of good flavor. It, it's got that sweet chocolatey and the coffee taste. But six percent is gonna sneak up on you. It just tastes, remember what I told you before. I, but, but before I cracked it, yeah, it's, it's gonna pour and look just like a light beer. So it's gonna get you. It tastes bomb. Dot-com-ish. It's I a mean, really great beer. That is a, that is an elite beer. That is from just a canned craft, no aged and that's beer. A different can what they used to be one yellow can, so they've, they've changed their can. But but seriously, like, like from that, like that yellow. That's yeah, like it was it was yellow yeah. all the way around. Yeah, I mean we have we have done some beers that are like aged, specific, special releases. Yeah, different things like that. So, like, I think if I separated those in a different category, and I said, "Okay, crap beer, we've done in a can on a review on this podcast, or I've had in my life," this would be a top ten beer in that list. You know, it says Guam. Do not litter. Guam. I'm just. I'm just kidding. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> we are going after the islands today. <laughs> U.S. Virgin Islands. Do not. Litter. Yeah. Scotland, do not litter. Yeah. Oh, okay, here we go. <laughs> wait a minute, wait a minute. Yeah, nine flat. Local South Carolina beer. Got to yeah, love I'm, it. I'm going 902. Nine flat. So nine, nine flat, nine flat. What eight, did you finish with? Eight sixes down here. I don't know. I think I might be, need to be in the nines because like, I'm honestly going to make a point <laughs> to drink more of this beer Don't now. be afraid. Don't be afraid to pull the trigger on it. It's, a, it's, a, it's up there. I got an eight six. Yeah, you got an eight six. Yeah, I know. <sighs> Yeah. yeah, I'm going to hit it with the nine flat. All right, so three nine. I'm going to make a point to get this more often. I completely forgot about this beer. Three nine flats and an eight six. That is. What's that? Uh, that was elite. Still hands shame, doesn't it? That's elite. Yeah. No, I like still hands alone. The coffee lager solid, the, too. I'm a big coffee drinker. And it's, more co- it's, it's more coffee. It's great coffee taste. Yeah, it's more coffee. It's a strong drink. coffee taste. That is, that is creamy. Like, that is, that is 
Yeah, it's the chocolate. It's the chocolate. Yeah. Like yeah. Chocolate creamer. Yeah, that yeah. is creamy. So, um, solid. What was that again? That was Legal Remedy. What do they call it? The World, World Court, Court, Court Mocha, Mocha Blonde, Blonde Stout. Blonde Stout. All right. It's a mouthful. What did it say? <laughs> I just, yeah. Mouthful of a name. Great beer. Oh, I thought you were literally saying that. That wasn't like no, there was on the can. Mouthful of a name, but great beer. All right, solid review. Solid review. All right, and the last topic. Of All the right, night. off to Adam's dildo contest. We've got. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute, hold on now. <laughs> um. Oh my God. I, I hope Sash keeps that in there. Um, <laughs> Last best, topic. Co- best college football coach of all time. So I came up with this because uh, Bobby Bowden passing away. Oh, I will Muschamp. Yeah, I, no, absolutely not. Um, R.I.P. to to one of the, the yeah. Ones out R.I.P. There. to to what we would argue is maybe a top ten coach. We'll find out after the end of the discussion. Um, but a top ten coach of all time. And uh, I know Adam and I have kind of collected our own little list. Keith's kind of had a mind of who he's talked about. Alex has done a little bit of research while we were talking, but. Um, do you want to go first? I kind of want you, I kind of want to see your top ten and see what we we collab with. Okay. <laughs> I, I don't think we're gonna. I mean, start at, start at ten and work up. Um, I didn't really give them rankings again. These. Oh, are, okay. All right, then. Yeah, just, so, just go, for right, so, go for it. But these are the all right. So one and two, I think these are the two greatest of all time are Bear Bryant and Nick Saban. Okay. Um. But uh, then other guys that I had on here after this in no in particular order. Okay. Uh, Joe Paterno. Yeah, Joe Paw. Bobby Bowden. Yep. Frank Beamer. Pop Warner. Okay. Tom Osborne. Yeah. Dr. Lou. Eddie Robinson. And Amos Stagg. Okay. Okay. So, I mean, you got to pay homage to some of the, the earlier guys. Yeah. But then, like, the guy, like... Then honorable mentors went to Steve Spurrier, Walter Camp, and Barry Switzer. Okay, okay. Steve Spurrier was Steve. Was Steve Spurrier on that list solely because he he was a South Carolina coach? No, I mean he is the only coach to what win a Heisman and coach a Heisman winner. Why? Right, I, I, so, I, I believe so. Yeah, and I believe he's he was at one point him and Bear were the only two coaches. In the SEC to ever be the winningest coaches at both schools. As I was say, it, and yeah. he is the winningest coach at Florida, right? Or and South Carolina, yeah. Winningest yeah. Coach South Carolina. Though, and Bear, yeah. I think, is still the winningest coach at Alabama and Kentucky. But I think Nick will probably end up passing him, obviously, yeah. in the in the coming so, years. So I mean, I, I, Steve's got a good resume. That's why I said he was yeah. an honorable mention. Yeah. yeah, Steve's a good honorable mention. And you know, Urban Meyer is a good honorable mention. I know. Yeah, I mean, he's we got were, three natties. We were laughing about it, but the guy's got two natties at Florida and a natty at at Ohio State. So. Um, you know, he's certainly a, uh, an honorable but I, But Frank Beamer's longevity at Virginia Tech, yeah, I think, put him up there in, in that company. But then, like I said, you got to pay, I think, uh, respects to, like you're saying, Tom Osborne, Amos Stagg, and like Eddie Robinson. Some Do you of those know who are. Amos Stagg is? Amos Alonzo Stagg? Remember how I always joke about how the University of Chicago was so dominant in football? Oh, yeah, I remember reading It's that. like that 1894. Was, yeah. Or something like that. Yeah, yeah was he was. He was ninety two to uh, yeah eighteen ninety two to nineteen thirty two. He was there for forty years, but yeah. he won uh, seven Big Ten titles, which is kind of crazy. The Big Actually, Ten it was a uh, Big Eight. The Big Eight was the Big Twelve. It was the Big Eight. Was it? Yeah, I remember. I think I remember just reading that. But Big yeah, e- either way, I think it's the I Big mean, Ten. 
Because I think the Big I, Ten has been around the entire time. Well, it was Big Ten. Yeah, the Big yeah. Eight guy the Big Eight was Nebraska. It was uh, Pete Osborne probably at Nebraska. Tom or Tom Osborne, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, at Nebraska. Because that was kind of what the Big Eight was with, like, Texas and Arkansas, I think, and uh, back in the day. but Yeah, it was Tom. It was also Bud Wilkinson. Oh, and Dan oh Oklahoma, yeah. To answer your question, Bear Bryant still is the most wingest coach at Alabama. Kentucky and Alabama. Alabama. Okay, yeah. Because Saban has the, the highest winning percentage. But Bear Bryant still has 232 wins. At he, he surpassed also Bear on the the national championships. He did Correct. this past he's year. Seven yeah. now. Yeah, he's, yeah. Got, he's the only one to ever get seven. Yeah. Is it not crazy though that he has seven national championships at one school? Yeah, yeah. And, well, no, but, no, he's got six at Bama and one at LSU. Or yeah. seven at Alabama now. No, no he it's the right. One at LSU, it's, yeah, yeah, yeah. The it's NFL right. To the Browns yeah, and then came back, back and then and he had six. He's six at Bama. Will Muschamp and Jimbo Fisher was his offensive coordinator. Yeah, is that not crazy? But He's the Bill Belichick of college football. Well, he was also he on staff with Bill him. Belichick at the Browns. Well, he was. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah, they had the Bill Belichick and Nick Saban on staff at the Browns at yeah. one point. Cleveland, you screwed up. Yeah. <laughs> and then they went to have like 30 quarterbacks in a matter of what six well, years, 12 yep. years. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, Amos went 227 and 112. Pretty good record was. So, um, so all right, so. My list compared to yours, who did we have in common? Uh, we both had Nick and Bear at the top. I mean, Nick obviously with seven, you know, takes the cake, and he's just so dominant. I mean, he's just been so dominant no matter where he's been. Uh, Bear, I, I really, you know, obviously the six championships. I think the big thing, again, for me was that Bear went to Kentucky, you know, and won so many games. I mean, Kentucky's just never been known for football. No. And, uh, and to go there, have a lot of success at a place like Kentucky, and then turn around, obviously, gives a chance to Alabama. Uh, Bud Wilkinson was number three for me, and I think there's a couple of reasons. I mean, the guy won, uh, you know, he won 47 straight games, which is still the NCAA record. He had three national titles, which is respectable compared to a lot of coaches. 14 Big Eight titles, which, again, was kind of the pre predecessor to the Big 12. And he had four seasons where he literally did not lose a game. I mean, that's pretty that's solid. Pretty, yeah, that's, <laughs> that's pretty that solid. Uh, Tom Osborne was at number four for me. Uh, Osborne with three national titles as well. Uh, what was really cool about him at Nebraska, this dude had 25 years of never finishing a season unranked. That man was in the top 25 for 25 straight years. That's pretty freaking impressive. And uh, yeah, 12 big, big, big eight titles as well at Nebraska. Eddie Robinson, I paid tribute to at number five. I think he doesn't get enough credit on the coaching scale long term, and I understand that he probably didn't play a whole lot of talented teams across his years. Um, but the dude coached for fifty-five seasons and went four hundred eight and one sixty-five at Grambling State. Oh yeah, I mean, but he put <laughs> is Grambling State a HBCU? It is. Yeah. So yeah, he put HBCUs on the on map. the map. Yeah. yeah. As yeah. far as I mean, he had like he had like almost a hundred people go play in the NFL too. Yeah, like of course not all of them were like Hall of Famers or anything, but like go play in the NFL. So uh, yeah, that's still to make it there. I uh, put Bobby at six. Uh, Bobby was you know one twenty five or one fifty two and nineteen in his uh, fourteen consecutive seasons where he finished in the top five. You heard that right? Fourteen consecutive seasons where he finished in the top five at the end of the year. Uh, two national championships, two Heisman winners too. I mean, Jameis and no, I don't know. No, Jameis was under Jameis Jimbo. Was under Jimbo. It was oh. uh, Charlie oh, Ward, Chris Winkie, and Chris Winkie. Yeah. yeah, 
and uh, a 29 year old uh, rookie for the Panthers. Yeah. So he was Brandon Whedon um, before Brandon Whedon got there. He was Brandon Whedon before Brandon Whedon got there. And then uh, I had uh, old Amos Stag that we were talking about, which I thought, you know, was really cool. I mean, if you've never heard the story of the University of Chicago in football and being in the Big Ten, like. But I mean, there's there's a couple guys that I think got left off this list that are from that same era of like late 1890s, early 1900s that yeah. I think paved the way. Pop Warner, yeah, yeah for some yeah. of these for some of these coaches and just the way they change the game, play wise, this that, the other, that kind of like I'm saying, like set set the tone for some of these other coaches to come in and be successful. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think there's been a lot of – I think there's a lot of coaches right now that I think will have a chance to really be, you know, finish among the, the top coaches of all time. I mean, you got to give credit to Dabo. I think Dabo with two national championships, so he's – you know, he will he will ring up 250 wins probably in his coaching career between college and I NFL. I say, do you think hopefully. he goes down – well, as the win- – I mean, he'll probably go down as the winningest coach at um, Clemson. Clemson. Without a doubt, yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, he's – He's definitely going to surpass Bowden. Terry yeah. Bowden. Yeah. Tommy, 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 Tommy Bowden. Tommy Bowden. Terry was, yeah. Yeah. Terry's the other one. Terry was the other one. Yeah. You know who I think is also another really good coach that doesn't get a lot of credit a lot? I mean, of course, he was at Oklahoma, but, I mean, Bob Stoops was, yeah. was a really solid coach. Um, what do you think about Pete Carroll? I think Pete Carroll on a college level as a cheater was probably a really good coach. Uh, yeah, I had to throw the cheating scandal in there. Sorry, Reggie Bush, you're still not getting your well, husband back. There were several – um, but I mean, um, you know, Daryl K. Royal at Texas won three national championships in the early part of Texas. So Mac Brown then. Um, I think Mac is a really he's not going to go down as like a top ten of all time, but I think Mac's a really really good coach because he will he will continually ring up the wins. He's going to do it right here again at North Carolina this year probably. But Mac has had a problem of finishing getting national championships. I mean, he had Vince Young win one in 2005, but I mean, he has struggled to win the biggest of the games, and uh, and so I mean that that's going to cost him a little bit. But well, I mean that was apparent when they went for two what a couple years ago against Clemson in overtime and lost the game. Yeah, I mean he he did. I think I still would probably stick to my guns and say he did the right thing. I mean he felt like his team was exhausted that they couldn't make it in another overtime and. This was the best shot to actually try and win it. So, I mean, it's a gamble. I'll take it. I'll take a no. roll of the dice. No. Yeah. So, Keith, Alex, y'all got any? Um, yeah, I'm gonna go with. I think Bear Bryant's the top. Nick Saban's second. Ooh, um, I like it. Joe Paterno's up there. Looking at the Amos stuff. Amos Stag. Apparently, he also innovated tackling dummies, Statue of Liberty. I'd like the to play side kick and putting numbers on jerseys. Apparently, they Sweet. can trace the roots of all those things to him. Um, Woody Hayes at Ohio State. Oh, that's a good um, name. A good Did he punch the Clemson player? Is that the guy? I think so. I yeah. think it was. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then Tom Osborne out of Oklahoma. Joe Paterno, obviously. Bobby Bowden's up there. Um, and then Lou Holtz. Oh, yeah. Old Lou. I didn't yeah. think about that. I said, I said Lou Holtz. Said Did Dr. you? Oh, my bad. He's he, he, he not bad. Lou. He said Dr. Lou. Oh, uh, when bad. you said Dr. Lou, I just was like, he's a doctor. <laughs> Lou Holtz. Yeah, yeah, that guy. Yeah. Is Lou Holtz still alive? Yeah, he's yeah. still alive. His uh, wife died, but he's still alive. Yeah, he's oh. still alive. Yeah. Yeah. What do you got? How is James going to win the national championship? Do you know Do you know where Lou Holtz played football at in college? If you hadn't asked me, I'd probably get a told you. Anybody? Want to take a guess? I wanted to, I thought he played it like, 
West Point or something like the academy no, or something. No, he didn't play in an academy. He played. He played linebacker in college. I could have. Yeah, I thought I it was. I think this school is. I think this school is either in Kentucky or Ohio. Dayton. It's a Mac school. Okay, again, Dayton. <laughs> Bowling Green. No. I was about to say Bowling Green. I'll Marshall. Be pissed if that was right. No, it's not Marshall. It's in West Virginia. They're Conference USA school. All right. Just throwing names out there. Don't throw it out there, Keith. Yet. Are you looking it up? I know. I know what the answer is. Okay. I haven't got a clue. No? Can you can you name any Mac schools? <laughs> Come on now. You got to know the Maction. Who's playing on Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday? Isn't that like Boise State? Where did you say they were at? I think they're in Kentucky or Ohio. That's Ohio. Is it Ohio? Okay. Yeah. I was close. It's not Miami of Ohio, right? No, it's no. not. No, no, I was no. close. No, I'm, not Ben Roethlisberger, baby. No. Um, not Ben Roethlisberger. I read Lou Holt's autobiography. That's why I knew. There was actually, if you want a clue, there was actually – Mass school shooting at this school. Was there really? Yes. Oh. When? Like in the 70s, I do believe. Oh, okay. All right. Oh, man. Come on, man. We weren't alive <laughs> then, all right? Just because you were. I wasn't either. Just because Shit. you Oh, were. that was, um, was it not Kent State? It is Kent State, yeah. yeah. It, was the, uh, it wasn't the mass shooting. It was when um the National Guard shot protesters. Oh. Well, I knew it was the a Kent shooting, State shooting, yeah. yeah. It was, uh, like I think there's actually like an instance of like the girls like putting the flower in with the gun barrels, and then she got smoked by a national guard. Jesus guy. God! Yeah, national guard was. Not, I'm not saying national guard was in the right anywhere near being the right. Like God. college kids got murdered on campus. Yeah, May Fourth, 1970. It was national guard, wasn't it? Shot. Wasn't uh, it was the May Fourth massacre, the killings of four and wounding nine other unarmed by the Ohio National Guard. Yep. Fucking Ohio! Wow. I hate that state. Forty miles south of Cleveland. Yeah, yeah, James, James had two siblings go to Kent State. Who? James. Oh, okay. Had his two siblings. Wait, where is James originally from? Maryland, outside oh, of D.C. Uh, well, Columbia, Maryland, to be Maryland. exact. Is anybody ever actually like pride to be from Maryland? They must have just go out from D.C. I mean, he said uh, there was a guy I went to a basic training high school with that he was like, "I'm from Maryland." And he's yeah, pri- there's some, there's some, there's some people that are prideful. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, throwing shots in Maryland, Puerto Rico, and always, uh, always, proud of, they're always proud of their, <laughs> they're always proud of their damn blue crabs, man. It's yeah, like they are. Logo. That is true. The that Terrapins. is true. Um, sweet. So, consensus is Bobby Bowden. Let's 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 just go down the line. Is Bobby Bowden a top ten coach in college football history? Yes. Yes. Yeah, yes. I would say yes. Yeah. All right. So everybody agrees on it. So, R.I.P. to Bobby. Um, anything else y'all wanted to add to it? I'm good. Everybody feel good about it. Yeah, so Bobby will be missed. Yeah, Bobby, you'll be missed. You were a legend, my guy. You took uh, one-liners at Steve Spurrier all the time, and I think it's funny. Uh, destroyed Clemson about every every year. You did destroy Clemson for quite a while, so we appreciate you, you for that. You it was also it was your son you were going against too, which yeah. makes it even better. Or was it his brother? No, it was his son. His son. Yeah. 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 Terry and Tommy are Tommy, brothers. Yeah. but They were the sons of Bobby. Gotcha. But he also gotcha. ran the score on South Carolina too, so you know, kind of a fucking yeah. Game. Well, yeah. we were in the ACC, so independent, so um, yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah. so fair enough. But um, so R. I. Peter Bobby Bowden, and uh, we'll miss you. All right, y'all want to call it? Yeah, if y'all yeah. call it. Another good um, episode. Yeah. yeah. Next week we'll try and save a little time at the end and do a couple different beer reviews for Stash to have some extra stuff. So, but yeah. it's it's ten it's ten twenty. So I know y'all yeah. want to go. Uh, to everybody that's listening, thank you. Appreciate you. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram. Message us. Let us know what's going on.